I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is a reality TV icon from shows like The Real World, Back to New Orleans, The Challenge, X on the Beach, and most recently, The Challenge All-Stars. I had the opportunity to hang out with her a couple of weeks ago in New Orleans, and she's one of the most down-to-earth, chill people ever. This might be one of my favorite, if not my favorite episode I've ever done. You follow Jemmy on Twitter at JustGem24. She's on Instagram at JustGem underscore, and I'm on social media at the Dylan Deckard. Before we start the interview, I would like to give a shout out to Paige and the Most Likely Two podcast. I feel like me and her becoming best friends. We literally talk every day. She just had her 50 episode spectacular with three-time challenge champion, Derek Kaczynski. Go listen and support the Most Likely Two podcast. Um, and without further ado, here's the interview with Jemmy. We're going to talk about all the shows she's been on. We're going to talk about All Stars. We're going to talk about Real World. We're going to talk about The Challenge. We're going to talk about Jordan and Tori. We're going to talk about somebody on the UK side of things that she does not get along with, that she never did a challenge with. I hope you guys all enjoy the episode. Thank you. The next guest on the Chillin' with Dylan podcast is a reality TV icon from shows like The Real World, The Challenge, and X on the Beach. You also might know her as the Queen of New Orleans. Please welcome Jemmy Carroll. Jemmy, how are you doing today? Babe, I'm so glad to be here. You and I recently met at Challenge Mania. And so obviously when you asked me to come on the pod, I said yes, because you were like one of my favorite people I met in New Orleans. Love it, love it. Um, I want to start with New Orleans and your real world season. Um, Absolutely. So if you could just talk a little bit before we get into like the details of the show, like how you got on the real world and your journey to getting cast on that show, because back then it was a very hard process of getting onto that show. Yeah, I mean, literally back then, more people applied for the real world every cycle than like Harvard. How like that's an insane fact. But I'd always been a really big fan of the real world, especially of like Trishelle and Cameron, seeing two girls that were Southern, even though they were very different than me on TV. I was like, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it. So the summer of 2009, Real World DC was airing or filming in DC. I was living in DC. So I literally just walked by their house every day and like manifest being on the show. And then a few months later, my friends convinced me to audition. My friends took me to all of the, like drove me to all the interviews and stuff. And it was like a two month insane nonstop process. But I knew from the beginning, I was like, I'm gonna get cast on this show. This is meant for me. So I knew from day one that it was going to happen. Love that. And what was your first reaction when you found out it was back to New Orleans? So they told me when I was in L.A. for the final interview. Mm-hmm. And when, when you're in L.A. for the final interview, they fly about 14 or 15 people out and then just cut it in half. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd only been to New Orleans, even though I live close and I'm from Mississippi. I had just turned 21. So I had technically only been to New Orleans once, like two summers before. So I was kind of excited just because it was somewhere close, but somewhere I had never been. But more importantly, I knew it was going to be a party city. So to me, it was just like, okay, thank God I'm not, I didn't want to go somewhere like fucking DC. I wanted to go somewhere where the parties were going to be happening. So my first thought was like, okay, we're about to party. Yeah. That was one of the questions I had because you're you were right in the middle of like the D.C. Cancun back to Las Vegas. If you weren't on New Orleans, which one of those cities would you have wanted to, to live in for the real world? Back to Las Vegas would have been iconic just because Vegas was my favorite season. But at the end of the day, New Orleans is a be- more fun city, a better city than Vegas. So I know I got a more authentic experience. So honestly, I couldn't even ask for a better city. I've been to Vegas and New Orleans, and I'll tell everybody listening, New Orleans is 100 times better than Las Vegas. Yeah, because all you can do in Vegas is party. In New Orleans, you can party, you can eat good. There's so much culture, there's music. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, I want to talk about little things that happened during that season. So first, if you could just tell us, like, who do you keep in contact with? I know you're really close with Ashley, but who else are you, like, friends with or keep in contact with from your season of the real world? I mean, I wish Preston and I kept in better contact, but in just all honesty, we don't. And it's just kind of like college roommates. Like we, you lose touch with people. Uh, me and Sahar are still really cool. Um, obviously, Ashley's my girl. Like went to her wedding, sent her baby presents, like obsessed with Ashley. I don't really fuck with Mackenzie. I only fucked with Mackenzie because of Knight. 
like night when we were together, he kind of like made me be nice to her, and I didn't want to be mean to Mackenzie because I would look like the bad girl. So yeah, I don't, I don't fuck Mackenzie. Um, and obviously Ryan Leslie, I have nothing to say to that man. I have not seen him since the reunion. Don't plan on seeing him ever again unless we somehow do a homecoming, and I might need to be prescribed Xanax to live with him again. So I want to get into Mackenzie and Ryan Leslie. What's the What's the situation with Mackenzie for those that don't know? Why don't Why don't you guys get along? You know what? Like Mackenzie came in the house, like you know, she was the like, pretty blonde, and she was this really sweet Florida girl. But like, she knew that I liked Knight, and she knew that we had a thing going on. And she's one of those girls that just like did not respect boundaries. So instead of just being like, you know what, my roommate and him have a fucked up situation, but they have a situation, she would just like constantly like flirt with Knight and kind of like cross lines and boundaries. Even after me and Knight were together and Mackenzie was dating Grant, who she met on the show, who I still happen to be very good friends with, me and Grant still talk about this to this day, Mackenzie would still cross boundaries. And I was just in a weird position where if I said something, I was the crazy jealous girl. I was super young then and super crazy. So yeah, Mackenzie was just like one of those girls that you can't really trust around Duran. All right. Um, So getting into the Ryan Leslie of it all, I want to know your thoughts when it was happening about the whole toothbrush, peeing, toilet, cops coming, that whole mess. I it's, think. it's honestly, it, even while it was happening, it was all a blur. We okay. were in the middle of going to Mardi Gras parades every day. Like, it's just like, is this really happening? Like, it was just one of those things that it was like an entire, it was like, this is not really happening. I like felt like it was like a fever dream. Yeah. And the cops had even admitted because I like obviously live in New Orleans now, made friends with cops, like blase, blase. The cops only came to the house because they wanted to see the house. They did not give a fuck about the police report or p- anyone pissing on a toothbrush. They literally just came to the house to be nosy because they wanted to see the real world house. Okay, that's different. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the fact that they showed up for that was always kind of sketch. But yeah, they just wanted to literally check out the house and be nosy. All right. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, I do want to get into the challenge. And we saw a couple of you on the challenge, but there's three people that we didn't see that I was really expecting, Eric, Sahar, and Ashley. Um, so why do you think we didn't see them? And then I also want to ask about Battle of the Seasons. How do you think they would have been, let's say, Ashley instead of Mackenzie um, or Sahar? And then Eric, instead of Preston or Knight, like if you could sub in any group, what group would yeah. you Yeah, I mean, obviously it was going to be me and Knight. Like yeah. everyone knew that. I think Preston was the right guy to add over Eric because Preston gave more of a storyline okay. out in real world New Orleans. So I think, you know, but um, ultimately it should have been Ashley. And it came down to Ashley or McKenzie and production went with McKenzie because they wanted to continue like the McKenzie, Jimmy, Knight situation. I think if it had been Ashley, we would have been a totally different team. She's a beast. Um, so, of course, I wanted it to be Ashley. And then, unfortunately, after season, she could have done it. And then after that, she got deep into her radio contract. So she could never do another season. Yeah, I saw she was, was it Jack Harlow she interviewed last week? Yes, when he was holding her baby. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, Layla is living my dream. I'm obsessed yeah. with Jack Harlow right now. Is- but I will tell you, a lot of people don't even know this. Uh, Ryan and Preston were actually contacted to do the first Rivals, which was, like, right after our season. So they technically were supposed to be the first two to make a challenge debut, but they hated each other so much, neither one of them would, like, agree to do it. So I actually have that in the notes that I wanted to ask you about because Leroy season was after you. Yeah. He debuted before you guys two yeah. seasons prior on Rivals. So I was mm-hmm. wondering why we didn't get any of you on Rivals or yeah. anything. They, they easily could have done, uh, well, they tried to do Ryan, Leslie, and Preston. That didn't work yeah. out. And then on, ironically, I think me and Knight broke up while X's one was filming. So we were still together when they started filming, but I think we ironically broke up right when they ended filming. So that's that's why we had broken up after that. And how do you think Ryan, Leslie, and Preston would have done on Rivals, in your opinion? They would have been a, a hilarious team because it was genuine hate. Yeah. Neither one of them ever watched a challenge, had would just walked in there not knowing what they were signed up for. They probably would have been one of those teams people just kept around, like a, like a layup team. 
but it would have made great television. I would have loved to see them together. Um, but yeah, the hatred was so strong. They could, couldn't happen. I can see that. They, they really did not. They did not. When the cops get involved, it's a, it's a problem. Yeah. Um, so I play this game with every guest I've ever had. Okay. Um, it's first impressions because I'm really interested in what you guys think of each other when you first meet. For sure. Um, so I just have five, five or six names here. And if you could just tell me when you first met them, what was your first impression of them was? Okay. So we just talked about him. The first one I have is Preston. What was your first impression of Preston? Obsessed. Him and I came in. We were the first ones. As soon as he, as soon as we walked up, I was like, I'm obsessed with this guy. Like I knew they were going to put me with the gay and the gay did not disappoint. The next one I have is Frank Sweeney. I'm tr- okay, I had not I had not watched his San Diego season. So my first impression was literally battle of the seasons. This man is beautiful. Not I don't know shit about this man, but he's just one of the most beautiful humans I've ever laid my eyes on. Um next I have Queen Marie Rhoda. Oh, just like our souls just connected. Like Marie and I we're best friends on Battle of Seasons. Like to the, like our souls just connected at the airport. Her season hadn't even aired yet, so I didn't know shit about this girl. She literally left St. Thomas, came straight to film seasons, and we just it was just a soul connection. Like words can't describe describe it. Sister, she's my fucking sister. Yeah. Uh, the next one I have might be a little bit. You guys have had your past, Jordan Wisely. First impression of Jordan. Confused. I remember when I first met Jordan and it was on Rivals 2 and I just remember like confused by this human. Like confused not in a bad way but like because you know we obviously meet in the airport before the cameras start rolling and I was just confused about what to expect. Like he's one of those people like I don't know what you're going to get from this guy and I think that still makes sense from him because one challenge he'll show up looking you know like the slickest man to live in Hollywood and then the next challenge he shows up looking like a cowboy. So, like, Jordan still fucking confuses me. And, like, one day I like Jordan, and the next day I think about ways to murder him. So, like, confusion has been the most consistent word for him. Makes sense. Uh, next I have Laurel. Intimidating. Like, she's just fucking intimidating. It's her presence. And I don't even think it's her height. I think she could be, like, my height, and still it's just her fucking energy is intimidating, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I have, uh, Johnny Bananas. you know what yelp you're like yelp like yelp you're exactly what i thought you were gonna be yelp just yelp yep that's what i thought it was gonna be Mm -hmm. he he is exactly who he portrays to be so like when you meet him he's if you watch any of his shows which i'd watch plenty of his shows it's like yep you're that's you yeah um so your first season with bananas was rivals Mm 2 and i know this you've said it many times this is your favorite season you've done this is ah. my favorite season I've ever seen. I w- rewatch it for fun. Um, I love your taste. You know what? <laughs> I need to rewatch it for. I need to rewatch it soon. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, because so just, we were having fun, and when people yeah. are having fun filming, this show then turns into a good show. Yeah, I just thought the casting, the challenges, everything. But I do want to ask, like, some about Rivals Two. When did you realize that this this season was going to be different? And if you could tell any like behind the scenes kind of stories about like just how much you guys got along and how you guys yeah into the fun season there. Well, I think I think because on Battle of the Seasons, my first season, we all knew the theme. It was easy to figure out that theme. Yeah. We did not figure out Rivals Two theme, so it was it was something very authentic and like cool as shit being in front of TJ and hearing the theme for the first time and not knowing what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think the first night, as soon as we got in the Rivals 2 house, it was like one of the biggest parties ever on a night one. And I just remember like the next day, like CT, Dion, Johnny, you know, Camilla, people that had done mad challenges was talking about like, this is the craziest first night we've ever had. So I was like, okay, the tone has been set. Mm-hmm. If this is the craziest first night that Bananas or CT has ever seen, then it's more shit to happen. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about the guys rivalry with Wes, CT, Johnny, and Frank mm-hmm. towards the end. Um, oh, that was great to witness firsthand. <laughs> that's what I want to ask. How was it watching? Whose side were you on? Um, just that whole, that whole situation. It was fucking great. Like something about watching these, these like 
three of the, you know, like biggest challenge faces and then Frank just thrown in there. It was like, but back then the arguments and the fights were authentic. Mm-hmm. These days, you never really know like what's real and what people are doing for TV. That's when the shit was still real. And Johnny and Wes just fucking hated each other. And then Wes knew he could talk all that shit because he had CT like yeah. in his corner. So it was just like authentic television, but like watching it in real time, it's just, wow, they don't believe, TV's just not the same. Social media yeah. has truly ruined the vibes. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. These new challenge seasons just aren't doing it. They're not doing yeah. it like you guys did in the No, past. they're not. They're not. And I will say I was on CT and or Team CT and Wes because like me and Wes had a really good alliance that season. And I knew that he genuinely had my back. Um, so yeah, I was obviously, um, you know, got a roll with the Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was your first final. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, there was a purge with the whole puzzle thing. What was your experience with it? And was it what you were expecting? I just, I, 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 I'm convinced if it had not been a purge that, you know, anything could have happened. Like I mean, Camilla easily could, you know, maybe, I don't know. I mean, we were going against two stacked teams, so we probably would have got third anyway, but I do wish it wasn't a purge so her and I could have just ran the entire final mm-hmm. together. But like also it was a purge and we still got paid. And now people get like second place, run yeah. the whole final and don't get paid. So it's the easiest money I've ever made in one day. That works. That works. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get to X's two. Uh-huh. Um, you and Knight, was this a theme you guys knew going into it? What yeah, was- we had figured out the theme based on who got the calls. And what was your thoughts when you realized it was going to be you and Knight together? Um, um I was, it's just, it was, I was annoyed. Like he had, he, we were friends then, like you know, friends. But like we had already been partners on Battle of the Seasons. I knew how. I, I know. I mean, I dated the man. I knew how well we didn't work together. So it was one of those things, like, because some of the couples don't really have as much history. Yeah. Like I think Dm and CT and me and Knight were the two couples with the most history. Mm-hmm. And so I just knew, like, I feel like I'm already fighting a losing battle. Me and Knight, we're not two of the strongest competitors. So we're not the strongest competitors. We have real drama. We can't fucking work together to save our lives. So, yeah, it was just, I, it was like, fuck me. But I also knew, like, regardless, it would be fun because, again, me and Knight are, have fun together. So it was like, we'll have fun. We're going to have plenty of alliances. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the team's definitely, like, Bananas and Nani, I don't think we've ever seen them hook up, but they were together. No. Yeah, they, they definitely made... had the thing off camera, but. Jordan and Sarah made out once or twice and they were like mm-hmm. exes, but then there was like actual relationships like you guys in CT and DM. So it's just a different, yeah. different battle. Yeah, that's the thing when it's like rivals or exes too. Like some people have real beef and then some people are just like, how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> I want to ask your opinion as a challenge vet. This is whenever they do like top 10 moments, this is always in there. When Sarah turned turned on Bananas at the end of X's 2, and then Bananas ended up taking the money like a season or two later. I want to just know your take on that whole situation, knowing both Sarah and Bananas. Yeah. What, obviously, like, Johnny thinks that he just returned a punch to Sarah. Like, yeah. he thinks Sarah struck first, and he returned the punch. Obviously, what he did was way bigger, way worse, because they were partners. They worked together the whole season. She didn't take money from him. She just sent him into elimination on Exodus 2. So was it equal? Absolutely fucking not. Would I have done what he did? Probably, maybe. So as much as I'm like, God, Sarah, out fuck, like I I don't completely blame Johnny for it. Like you get to keep your money. You know how you're making your fucking, because with Johnny, he is like one of those people like tit for tat. So he really, was like she she did it first. I'm just I'm just giving her what she gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, you then came back for Dirty Thirty, which I was so excited to see you back. Yes, uh, we had Veronica back, we had Derek back, Jordan came back, you came back. It was just a reunion of sorts. Um, so I want to first before we get into Dirty Thirty because that was a, a mess of a season. I want to ask when you first saw the cast, like what was your first thoughts on it? The big. 30 people, I, they might be the biggest cast they've ever done. At yeah. That point. I mean, I was Veronica. like really, yeah, I was like really excited to meet Veronica. I'd always been kind of obsessed with her. So I was like, fuck yeah, a season with like, to me, the like 
challenge queen, the face of a challenge. She's done so much for the challenge. Um, but yeah, it was also like I had been away for a few years. So to be back doing a show, like that was mine and Marie's first show together since seasons, yeah. like back with Anissa. Like it was just, and I had never done a show with like Derek, but I've always like loved Derek. So it was one of those things. It's like, oh, I'm like back with some of my favorite people and back with some people I've never met. It was just like one of those, like, oh, it's checking all the boxes. Mm-hmm. I actually, at the end, we do, I do like a questions that listeners sent in. And I have uh-huh. a question about Ver- Veronica later for you that I, I'm okay, really perfect. curious about your answer. Perfect. Um, one of the most iconic moments was when you threw Jenna in after she saved you. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you know you were going to do that? If you could just walk us through that move and everything. Yeah, well, I'll be honest with you. I purposely, because, you know, we had to line up and then draw the X and then pull, pull an X yeah. and whoever got the double cross had to say a name. Mm-hmm. I purposely went last because I didn't want to have to do it because I knew what I needed. I knew it was going to be between Jenna and Camilla. Those who names were I was going to say. I had convinced Brittany to say Jenna's name. Veronica was either going to say Jenna or Camilla. And I think and then Nicole was going to say Camilla. So it was like it was going to be Jenna or Camilla unless they pulled the double cross. Mm-hmm. I did not want to get my hands dirty. I wanted to be one. And so when it got, when it got to me, it just came down to like, even though Camilla and I had been on bad terms leading up to dirty 30, we made up at the beginning of dirty 30, but we hadn't spoken in a few months. Yeah. It just came down to like, yeah, I owe Jenna a favor, but at this point I have history with Camilla. Her and I ran a final together. Her and I have like track, like we, you know, we spent a lot of time together. So it's like, do I betray a bitch I've hung out with in real life who I genuinely love or do I betray the bitch I owe a one favor to. And I just wanted to see Kayla and Jenna go against each other. I mean, it was, a, it was an absolutely great move. Like yeah. props to you. And looking back on it, I still think I made the right decision. I thought, I thought Jenna was going um, to beat Kayla. Okay. So even though I put Jenna in, I wanted Jenna to beat Kayla. I thought Kayla was the better competitor, but Jenna was better at eliminations. So I thought Kayla was going to get rattled. Jenna was going to beat her. Like, obviously did not know about the twist. And then Kayla's out of the game. So I genuinely wanted Jenna to win. Because I also knew if she came back, I could, like, talk myself out of what I just did. Mm-hmm. And with Camilla, I knew I couldn't talk myself out. If Kayla and Camilla went against each other, Camilla would have probably won. And I didn't want to fucking deal with that. Because if I put Camilla in and she came back, her and I probably would have been fighting. We probably had, like, a fist fight at the end of the day. And, like, both got sent home. So Jenna just made sense and something about best friends going against each other elimination just fucking hyped me up. Yeah, it just worked. Going towards the end, there was a move by Veronica where she threw in Leroy. Um, and uh-huh. I know you're close with both of them. I just want to know what your thoughts were on that move by one of the queens of the show. Well, Veronica had told them because what had happened was I was going into that elimination. And uh-huh. Veronica had to, like Veronica, Tony, Hunter, Brittany, what a Kay, I don't remember who had one. Um, but Veronica had basically not given they were not giving Veronica a voice. Like Veronica and Brittany kept trying to uh, figure out how to save me, blase, blase. They weren't giving her a voice. So Veronica was like, Leroy, I'm sorry. You're just the pawn in this game. If they're gonna fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with them. And Veronica would have easily if they would have stayed at a standstill, she was like, I don't care. I'm going to go in this elimination to prove a point. So I thought it was a boss ass move. And it's like, all, these idiots were like uh, really trying to play against Veronica. It just sucked that Leroy was the pawn in her game. He was literally just like an innocent bystander who got fucked. Mm-hmm. I want to get to final reckoning because I think it was another bullshit purge with Jenna. I think you guys would have went very far that season. Same, same. So if you could just talk about that nonsense. Uh, in your opinion, being there. Oh my god, I was so done with the challenge after that. I remember my like final interview. I think I, I think I was doing the final interview like OTF with like Sky, and I was like, "Don't fucking call my phone." Like, fuck y'all. This is a stupid game. I don't like the direction the show's going in. I was just fucking pissed because we didn't have an, a single opportunity. Like, you just made me. And like, granted, I got paid, but I just flew halfway across the country, the world. I'm set up to have a really good partner. Like Jenna and I could have cruised to that final. So to me, it was just like seeing it all like flash forward in front of my eyes and like losing it, right? It sucked. I have never been like more disappointed in a challenge moment than I was in that shit. 
Did you watch Final Reckoning after you? You know what? I like watched a little. I never finished it. I, I, you know, I watched the beginning, didn't really watch the middle, then watched the end because obviously I knew what Ashley was going to do. So I wanted to see it. Um, but no, it was like a hard season to watch because everyone was watching. I was like, oh God, this fucking game. Like me and Jenna would have fucking cruised. Uh huh. That was the big season where there was the Lavender Ladies taking over. Um, uh huh. There was a couple of fights. They got into it with Kara. They got into it with Bananas all the time. Um, if you were in the house during those big arg- arguments, would you have taken a side? Would you just sat back with popcorn and watched the, the fireworks go down? I mean, obviously Jenna would have been on one side and I would have been on the other, which would have been perfect for us. Like, obviously I would have been like aligned more with the Lavender Ladies, but she would have been obviously with like Zach and and Johnny and those people. So again, it would have been the perfect way. So I could have been on one side. She could have been on one side, but we're not really getting our hands dirty. Yeah. Uh, kind of like... Zach and Amanda until they kind of messed themselves up and got thrown in. Fucking idiots. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, you said that you kind of were like sour on the challenge after. Um, yeah, fuck. I was literally like, fuck this show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you were getting calls for the next couple of seasons. Yeah, I got called. I can't remember which, which everyone was next. I think I got the call and I was literally like, and I had just moved back to New Orleans from New York, but I was literally like, don't call my phone. I was just pissed. It was just a bad, it was just, I was like, I need a break. Quick sidebar. Why did you move to, why did you leave New Orleans for New York? I'm just like, I always loved New York. I'd lived there before. So it was one of those things for a few years. I just bounced back and forth. Did you live there in the winter? I did. I've lived in New York through a few winters. I know. That's, that's rough. After the winter of, two, uh, the winter of 17 going into 18, I was like, I'm getting my ass back to New Orleans and staying. And then I moved back to New Orleans in like April, May of 2018. Would you ever go back to New York? Uh, no, I'm, I think I'm, I'm in New Orleans for good. I mean, like, nev- I mean, if I don't live in New Orleans, I would live in New York. Like, it's either New Orleans or New York or nowhere, but now I'm a New Orleans girl through and through. Love it. Love it. You've um, been here. I mean, you you see, it's a special oh, it's, place. It's the best. And I have a whole, yeah. I want to talk about New Orleans for a little bit, too. We can do that. Yes, of it. course. Before that, there was rumors that you were going to be on Total Madness, the season in the bunker. Um, if you could... Was there any truth to those rumors or was that just... I, I can't remember what calls I got. If it was War of the World, t- Total Madness. I can't remember. Yeah, maybe Total Madness was after X on the Peak. So may- I can't remember which calls I did and did not get. But thank God I would have quit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'm a quitter. If I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Like there's no speech in the universe that TJ could give. Like no. they had to go outside to use the bathroom at night. I pee like three times a night. I can't go outside in pitch darkness to yeah. pee. No, I would have fucking, I swear to God, I would have quit. Like no fucks given. Um, what is your thoughts on the whole Big Brother, Survivor, UK, Love Island, UK, Too Hot to Handle? I, I like, I obviously like the UK kids, like Kyle, Melissa, Kaylee, like the OG UK kids. Mm-hmm. Perfect addition. I don't, you know, I don't like big brother people. They're just fucking calculated and not in a, and not in an entertaining way. Yeah. Um, the survivor kids are like, it's like unnecessary. Like the real world road rules still has such good pool of people. Mm-hmm. So I totally, I, I even, so it's like, I'm kind of contradicting myself. Cause I do like the UK kids, the original ones. Like we're getting a little crazy here with people that like, don't know what the show is. Um, so it's just, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Especially because MTV kids are not given the same opportunity on other networks as these people are given. Like, why can't I go on Big Brother? Why can't Marie go on Big Brother? Why can't Johnny go on Big Brother? Yeah, I was going to ask about if you would do Big Brother, Survivor, The Amazing Race, Love Island, any Big Brother, Big Brother, 100%. I think you could win Big Brother, honestly. I would love to play Big Brother. I think it, like, to me, it would just have to be, like, keeping my head in the game because I'd be like, yeah, get me out of here. I need some fucking wine. But no, Big Brother is one of those things. Like, if my head was genuinely in the game, I think I could. That's one reality show I think I could easily probably win. Do you watch Big Brother every season? No, I watch it sporadically. I'll go back and watch the old seasons. Um, so I'm not like an avid watcher, but I've like I've watched a decent amount of seasons now. Like, who's your favorite Big Brother? Player? Janelle. Love it. She, yeah. Love- <laughs> I watched her like her whole season. She's just she plays the like she was she plays the game the way I would play the game. Yeah. So I want to, before we, I want to get a little messy, if you don't mind. Oh, um, not, of course not. <laughs> but before we do, I want to talk about New Orleans. Okay. 
So we had dinner at Lucy's, I think it was called. Yes. Um, I didn't know how everybody knows you in New Orleans. So we went to sit at a table, Paige, <laughs> Jessica, and we were like, um, they got mad at us because we didn't like ask to sit down. We just kind of sat down and we were like, oh, just Jemmy sent us in here. And they were like, oh, Jemmy, you're fine. What do you want? Anything you want, we got it. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's really, she's really the queen of New Orleans. I'm very, I mean, New Orleans is just like that though. Like, but I am very lucky. A lot of places I go, I'm really good friends now. I've made like some good connections. So yeah, yeah I get taken care of at a lot of places. And it's like just generally because like I, me and the people bought like vibe and the people know like when if I come in there, I'm going to be good energy. So yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's nice. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. So you recommended the vintage. Um, I didn't uh-huh. go up there. I want to know your top three restaurants in New Orleans for next time I go, because I'm planning on going back. Oh shit. That's a good question. A place called Costera. Okay. Um, That's probably my top one. And then... Oh, it depends. Like, do you, are you a big, like, do you prefer, like, seafood? Do you want bread? Okay, um, Galator's, Galator's for Friday lunch. Okay. Because they still do, like, the old school Friday lunch, which yeah. is, like, it's, it's, like, really floozy and fancy for the first, like, hour, and then it gets fucking trashy in the best way. So Galator's for Friday lunch. Costera is, like, one of those, like, little hidden gems that, like, only, like, mainly locals know about. And then my third um, would have to be if I'm going to go a nice restaurant, a Friday lunch, um, a, a good, like Brennan's. Brennan's is like you can brunch there, you can grab dinner there. It's been around for, you know, probably over almost 100 years. So Brennan's, Galator's, and Costera. All right. So I'm going to check those out next time I'm there. I got you. I'm going to check it out. I want to ask, because when we left dinner, you were going to like a Taylor Swift party or something? Yes, at Tipitina's, which is like one of the biggest New Orleans music venues, like most famous New Orleans venues. Yeah. So, yes. How was how was the Taylor Swift concert party? Oh, my, oh my God, it was so much fun. I mean, it was literally just a DJ playing all Taylor Swift songs, and we were all just like losing our minds. The crowd was so diverse, like people of all ages um it was really fun though like just being uh-huh. in Tipitina's listening to Taylor Swift music is like was something that was on my bucket list that I didn't even realize love it and then I want to ask kind of back to the real world you're one of the few people that like actually moved to your real world city so mm-hmm. I had um Leah on last week she's from the real world Paris and yes. I asked if she went to Paris after and if she had any like rushing memories rushed through her head yeah or- any surreal experiences like that. And she had one or two with like Ace when, mm-hmm. when they were filming. So since you live in the city, it might be a little different for you, but if you like go by the house or go by any of your favorite restaurants, do all of those emotions rush back to you? Or are you just- Yeah, like- it's, it's, it's always like, that is crazy. Like I'll always just like pass something or something will come up. Like even being at Tipitina's for the Taylor Swift concert, I like, that's like one of the places that we went a lot. So it's just like little things like that. It's like, like, or when people's like, oh, my first time here, my first time there. A lot of my first times is like while we were filming the show. So just kind of like my first time stories at a lot of places are just really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it's, it's dope. Like I live literally less than a mile from the real world house. Oh, really? That close? Yeah, I live that close. And I live even closer to the original real world house. So I'm like in the middle of it all. Did you go by when they were filming Homecoming? Well, they filmed at a different house. They couldn't get that one. Oh. The men that own that one, uh, there's is these, a gay couple, and they were being very bougie and did not want anything to do with it. So unfortunately, they had to film at a different home. Oh, I know, I... so lame. That was like that. That made me really sad. Like, if we ever did a homecoming, I would want it to be in our real world house. Yeah, I haven't gotten to watch that episode yet. I've I've been. It's good on my list. It's good. <laughs> so, if you don't mind, okay. I told you this in New Orleans. I want to get a little messy and talk some shit. Okay. If you don't want to say anything, just plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> I don't really know how to plead the fifth, but okay. <laughs> so I have three or four topics. I just want to know your thoughts. Um, so the first one I titled Jordan Tory nonsense. Um, if everybody doesn't know, follow Jemmy on Patreon. Go subscribe. I'm one of them. Yeah, um, well, we can easily talk about this because <laughs> go ahead with your fucking question. And then I got plenty to say. <laughs> Uh, I just want to know, I mean, obviously everybody should go subscribe and watch the whole video to see what happened, what the story is, but 
Tori then made an Instagram live. I think Jordan made an Instagram live. Tori like leaked some text messages, talking shit. I'm, it was, I believe you a hundred percent, but just your thoughts on the aftermath. Well, now that I, now that we all know, because when that video, when I made that video and when they did their little fucking damage control, um, the season three cast had not been Announced. released yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't make this shit up. Jordan told me on the fucking bus on the way, when we landed in Panama on the way to the hotel, he takes me and Hammer having the conversation. Veronica's right next to me. Darrell's the, right behind me. Yes is in front of me. Naya's right there. Like there are plenty of fucking people that can literally say everything I said in that video was true. I didn't pull, make any of that shit up. Like in what universe would I make that shit up? Yeah, I- Everything I, he said. And when they were like, and like, whatever. And a, a lot of people like, it's not your story to tell. Like, whatever. I'm not a fucking journalist. I don't have any ethical rights. Jordan told me a story. I said, Jordan, I'm gonna have to like fucking talk about this because this is the tea. And he literally was like, I don't care, do what you want. Cause he was like, and then I don't know what happened with him and Tori. I guess she got him on the phone acting crazy, which I don't blame her. She wanted to do damage control. I understand Tori being pissed off. I understand Jordan being pissed off, but no lies were fucking told and a bus full of people heard it. No, I 100% believe you. 100% believe you. Yeah. Um, and it definitely looked like complete damage control, but the challenge universe completely went up in fire that day. Um, but like, if I'm going to make up some fucking stories about Tori and Jordan, like, I'm a creative bitch. I can come up with better <laughs> shit than that. <laughs> it's the, the, whatever, like, her asking him to pay to leave. That, that shit was funny. When I tell you, and I, when he mentioned that, I literally had seven follow-up questions. It's yeah. not like he said it and like the ch subject changed. I was like, did you Venmo her? Did you pay her in cash? Yeah. Like I was making some little <laughs> shady comments that I will not make on a public forum. Like, about, like, yeah. but yeah, like we were all like, you know, so like, and like I said, a bus full of people was behind, um, a bus full of people was there. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want to have Jordan on the podcast and just talk about everything. I don't know yeah, if you're no, kind of like, person, but I want. Yeah, and I like wanna... at the end of the day, like Jordan knows I'm not lying. Tori knows I'm not lying. Was it my story to tell? Probably not. Like, who gives a fuck though? And all the money with the charity. So who gives a shit? What's a good cause? I don't know why people are complaining. Yeah, I'm like whatever. All right. The next. Any last words on Jordan and Tori? Again, I don't. I don't hate Jordan. I don't hate Tori. I just thought it was a funny fucking story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next one I have, um, this is might have happened, might have not happened. There's a okay. rumor that you and Georgia Harrison had a little bit of a disagreement argument at a party <laughs> in LA for All Stars, and then I believe you tweeted something along the lines of like Georgia Steele is the yeah, only the only Georgia we acknowledge is Georgia Steele. Yeah. yeah, Georgia Harrison, and I had been, and again, like I get myself in these situations. I had back when I had my YouTube channel. I was doing, I think, a cast preview reveal. And for Georgia's photo, I used an inappropriate photo of her. It was on the fucking internet. Like, I'm, I didn't fucking, again, I didn't fucking find, edit this photo. It was on the internet. Yeah. I used that one because I just genuinely find her annoying. Again, I didn't know this girl. This is just my opinion. I'm allowed to have opinions. Just because I'm, you know, co-workers with these people doesn't mean I can't have opinions. And her team contacted MTV, wanted me to take the photo off of YouTube. And I was like, are y'all going to pay me to take it down? Because I'm absolutely not taking the photo down. So MTV kept like trying to get me to take the photo down. I'm like, absolutely fucking not. The bitch shouldn't have take, taken the photo. And like, she doesn't know better. I'm like, well, whose fault is that? At the party, she, you know, was a little like, and I get it. She doesn't like me, but it was just like, bitch, bye. So yeah, there was a little bit of like, it was very like not that big of a deal, but there was definitely a little bit of a situation. And I stand by the only Georgia we acknowledge is Georgia Steele. I want her to come on the challenge, Georgia Steele. Hundred percent. She'll never do it. She said that it. on that. Yeah, on X in the Peak, we would talk about it all the time because Callum wanted to do it, and Georgia still like I can't do a like a cute little UK accent like her, so I would. Mm -hmm. But I told her all the time, Georgia, you're so fucking smart and calculated, you would kill it. 
and she's super fit but yeah she would never do it it's like not in her brand sad so so sad mm-hmm. um, all right the next mess i want to talk about is you jenna zach um oh she <laughs> <laughs> am i the hair flip um, I mean, I have, I mean, I could ask a question. You could just tell me what your thoughts are. I mean, you can no, ask the question. You're good. <laughs> um, so at one point it seemed like you and Jenna were cordial and then we've seen some Twitter back and forth between you and Zach. I think Jenna's gotten involved a couple times now. Uh, what was your take on the Twitter beef? What's your take on them now? If you guys want to see um, together, how would it go? Well, I don't know if we're all three going to be on a season together because I don't know who's going to watch their baby. But um, you know what? I, I, I used to be very close with Zach because of night. Yeah. Then I was very close with Jenna following Final Reckoning. But, like, I just can't justify being friends with people that think the way that they think. They are just very anti. And I say they because when you are married to someone, you share their views. Mm-hmm. So they, she's not an innocent party in this. They think very differently than I think. I have a lot of gay friends. I have a lot of trans friends. Like, so I just could not sit by and justify their actions in order to have a friendship with them. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'm the type of person that's going to speak my mind. I spoke my mind. They spoke their mind or his mind. Cause you know, I don't know if it's really her mind. Um, but yeah, it was just like, we're, we're, we're different people. We're not meant to be friends. And a lot, like, it's just a lot of like, it's a lot of history, man. It's a lot of history, but like, I I can't justify Zach's actions just because him and Knight used to be friends. Like this is 2022. Like I have to do right by the friends in my life and the people in my life. And yeah, I wish them well. Good luck is all I will say. Good fucking luck. And then one more, this isn't really like big, but I watched all of your recaps for X on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe you called Nicole Zanata the trash bag of Staten Island. <laughs> I think she is the trash bag. She is the trash of Staten Island. Yeah. Man, people fucking, that shit was great. People love that. Um, do you still stand by that? Are you guys, was that a joke? Like, what are your thoughts on Nicole? <laughs> I mean, it was technically a joke. I don't hate Nicole. She probably hates me now. Yeah. But like, Nicole was being a trash ass person on X on the Peak with her behavior yeah. towards Laurel. Then like, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, if you're trash, you're trash. Yeah. She was being a trash ass human on that show. Do I think she's a trash ass human all the time? No, but she's a fuck boy. And like, we, call fuckboys fuckboys all the time so like nicole is a fuckboy so no i don't hate nicole i think she's genuinely a good person but she was a whole ass trash bag on x on the beak like that 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 is literally what she was are you mad that of all five x on the, and there's one film or airing right now all five x on the beaches you guys got the cold season no, because I got to go to New Zealand. I've been to Malibu. Don't need to go there. And the only reason I did X on the Peak is because it was in New Zealand. Okay. okay. Put the stamp on my passport, baby. Yeah. No, no. Um, would it have been more fun in a different environment? Yeah. But also got to do a season with a door. And I got to meet Lademi. And, like, my season was so different and, like, so diverse in that way that it was, like, it was well worth it. Mm-hmm. So your ex was Marlon. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've been trying to get back on the challenge for years now. I also only did X on the Peak to try to get this man back on the challenge. And if getting him on X on the Peak doesn't get him back on the challenge, then I don't know what the fuck else I can do. You're, you're doing, all, I mean, you're you're helping the cause. Yeah. I like, swear to God, like, hand of the Bible, the only reason I did X on the Peak was to get Marlon, to try to get Marlon on a challenge. Why do you think? And the fact he wasn't called for All-Stars Challenge 3 when it's all finalists and he was in a final, his one challenge... I don't fucking, you know, I've, I've literally tried to have these conversations with production and no one can give me an answer. It's like his name gets put up on the board and then gets like lost in the shuffle. Because it, not it, only- it's, it's, it's bad casting. And I told him, I literally had this conversation with a producer recently. And I, I was like, y'all are being, doing really bad at your job. He should have had a place on All Stars 3. He especially a- with Jordan and Naya there. He should have had a place on All Stars 3 and the flagship show. Yes. Oh yeah, I agree with that. But all, if he's not like- all-Stars 3 thing makes no sense to me why he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I could easily take the cast member out and put him there. I was thinking the same thing for Spies, Lies, and Allies. 
I got like five to six people in my I head. Say, you can take the whole, yeah. But <laughs> him not, be, yeah, him not being on All Stars three with especially Jordan Day or Naya. Naya making her return, it makes no fucking sense. None at all. And I want to get into All Stars in a second. I want to <laughs> ask if they tend to like to do these rivals vendettas. So we just talked about a couple people. If you could put them in order from who you would like to have as your rival's partner, number one, to who you would not want to have as your rival's partner, you would hate it, you wouldn't do it, between Tori, Georgia Harrison, Jenna, and Cara Maria. Georgia, I mean, Tori. Okay, first, I'm obviously going to go from who I would want to be partnered with to who I would not want to be partnered with. Okay, that works. Uh, Car would obviously be my number one partner because her and I could put shit aside and get, and figure it out. Okay. Um. So she's my number one. My number two would actually be Jenna. Okay. As long as Zach was not there, if Zach is there, then that might change. Then Tori, then Georgia, and t- even though Tori's such a good like Tori and Georgia are at the bottom because they're fucking theatrics and fucking personality fucking. They would annoy. They would get on my damn nerves. Like all these, yeah. So Car would be the easiest for me to put our like differences aside, just because me and Car have had genuinely genuine friendships along the way, even though we've had like genuine like situations. Yeah, Jenna could easily. I could easily get her to get over our shit. But yeah, the Tory and Georgia, I don't need that. Yeah, I was expecting Jenna to be last. I didn't know how bad the beef was with Jordan. Yeah, I don't I don't hate Jenna as much as I hate Zach. Granted, she is guilty by association, but also I'm like, does she even know what's going on? Like, does Jenna even know what a political party is? Like, you know? Yeah, and Jenna's like one of those people that like in for the sake of money, like, and then I can maybe like take it from her. And then she has to go home to Zach with no money. But yeah, I just, Georgia, like, Georgia was fucking, when I met her that day, I was like, everything I think about you is true. Like, you are, I don't know, the theatrics. Like, people that at least Cara is 100% herself. Jenna, 100% herself. Tori and Georgia, I don't know who those bitches are. Do you think you could win the challenge with Tori and or Georgia? Tori, probably, because she's just a, she's a beast. And I do compete better when I have a good partner. Mm-hmm. Georgia absolutely fucking not she doesn't have like I can't be the brain for both of us like I can be the brain for me and Jenna because Jenna's yeah. like really fucking strong but yeah me and no Georgia and I know mm-hmm. so I, I just are... don't like the girl <laughs> and it, like it's I, and it's just from watching her because our interaction was like five minutes long so like if anything I have less history with her I just don't like her yeah um what are your thoughts on Theo just because I know they're best friends I don't know if you've ever met him Never met him, but he defended her really hard when all that shit was going on. So I'm just like, I was like, you could probably use this as a learning, educating your friend situation instead of defending her like she's fucking innocent. Like he could have handled that better, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think he cares about things like that. So we just talked about people you don't want to work with. So if you could give me two males and two females that you would want as your partner on a full season challenge currently like for 38 let's say first and foremost yes okay love that and then this second answer is going to surprise the shit out of people jordan okay jordan and camilla ironically the same type of person but they're also the same type of competitors yeah and i would obviously work the best with yes because i would like die for yes like literally die for that man but Jordan would piss, he would do the same thing Camilla did to me. He, he would piss me off so badly that it would motivate and push me. Mm-hmm. And I need that. Like, that's why Camilla and I did so well together. She would piss me off so badly that it motivated me to do well. Okay. So those are my two guys. And then my two girls, um, John A is my number one. Love. And then um, Naya. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Yes. I okay. had... Yes, on my podcast when All Stars One aired or failed was done. Oh, I love that. Um, one of the nicest guys I've ever interacted with ever, and I asked him about you because uh-huh. I loved your guys's dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so just your opinion: When did that start? Because obviously you've never done a challenge with him before. Like, when did you guys get so close? During well, all- I went up to Yes at the very beginning, like night one. And I was like, I know you don't know me. I know you're like new to this. You're like, a, he's like, it was like a deer in headlights. I was like, I'm Veronica's little sister. Mm-hmm. 
Therefore, you're my brother. And even though I'm just meeting you right now, Veronica, the last thing she said to me before I turned in my phone to production was to have your back and to look out for you. So that's what I will be doing this entire season. And then uh, we just realized, okay, we actually genuinely like each other. We formed a really good friendship and it grew as the season went. But yeah, that was our first conversation. I was like, I have your back because of Veronica. And he was like, kind of impressed. He was like, well, she's that loyal to Veronica. She must be a loyal person. Yeah. The other person that you had a relationship with that I found interesting was Beth. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you could just talk about that, because I know Beth doesn't get along with some of your friends. Yeah, I mean, Veronica literally also said, don't fucking trust Beth. And But I also like, obviously have a mind of my own. And Beth yeah. is just one of those people, I get why people don't like her. Mm-hmm. I understand why people don't like her. Her and I, I got, we understood each other. Her and I genuinely, I genuinely like Beth. I, I get why other people don't like her. But, and she was just very genuine with me. I was there and it was just one of those, like, I can't believe we're friends. Never liked watching you, thought I was going to hate you. But that's the joy of this show. Yeah. I literally grew up hating Bev and I fell in love with her on All-Stars 1. Was there any doubts in your mind that you wanted to do All-Stars 1 after the final wrecking experience? No, because it was All-Stars. Like, uh, I didn't even think that I qualified or was worthy of it just because of the age and everything but when I got the call I was like fuck yes and even the first thing they said to me was like well we might be wasting our time because we know that you're fucking done but yeah. it's all stars are you sh-? and I was like fuck yes it was a, I knew it was going to be a different show I knew it was gonna be a different vibe and like as a lifelong challenge fan I was like I get to go watch and meet some bitches I grew up watching and loving so yes I'm going so we just got promo for all stars three and you're back yeah. queens. Um, I want your opinion on this argument, I guess is the right word. Kayla's there. Who's 28, 29. Jordan's like 30. Sylvia, Naya, you are all people. Wes, Nehemiah. I mean, you can throw Brad in there that could do the flagship show. And you're on all-stars to be honest with you. I would love to have you on all-stars and the flagship both. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Anissa can, and Darrell can be on both, you think, you know, People don't want to do the fucking flagship show, bro. Yeah. Like, we don't want to do that shit. So that's production's fault. The what You want to get Kayla back on the TV? You got to put on All-Stars. You want to get Jordan back? You want to get Naya back? Also, like, the, now that we're older, a lot of us do have, like, we can't be gone that long. They film too long. You think Kayla wants to go back to a fucking bunker? <laughs> like, yeah. So at the end of the day, you can't get these fucking people back because you've completely destroyed filming and the reputation of the show so that's production's fault i heard it's also it's too many months nowadays it feels too long yeah so no i don't want to disappear from my real life for this long to be in a fucking madhouse when i can go disappear for you know a shorter period of time and be in a fucking fun house even though there's drama even though it's a competition it's a different vibe it's a different energy and once people start doing these all-stars they don't want to go back yeah um so going from one paramount plus show to the other talking about homecoming we had new york la and nola i got two questions the first is what two seasons would you want to watch and Mm -hmm. then do you think we could get it back to new orleans homecoming would you want to do it do you think your your roommates would want to do it how do you think it would go that kind of situation obvious uh honestly real real world back to new orleans is one of my two that i wanted just because i wanted to see all the old clips of new orleans post katrina Okay. back you know just like just my weird connection to the, the original season so it was my number one and then my number two i'm a huge real world las vegas girl okay so i want las vegas i would obviously like san diego is up there but i don't think san diego san diego is ever gonna happen uh-huh. uh i want real world las vegas that show was just so fucking iconic to me uh-huh. so those are the two that i obviously like getting real world back to new orleans and then back to uh the original vegas the original vegas I talked to Trishelle about that in, in, at Mania. I'm, she was all down for it. I'm really hoping. Yeah. Just cause that was such an iconic season. And then as far as would we, would I think all of my cast members would do a back to new Orleans homecoming reunion, whatever they would call it. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to get that far into it. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to stick with the first like few seasons. I don't know the plan. Um, yeah, I think it would be very weird to film it without night. I think it would be very weird for me to film without night. I'm filming in my city. Like, I think it would be a very 
difficult, weird experience for me, but I would do it. And I would like to see all my cat, like all my cast members back together, especially everything Preston's went through with, you know, being homeless. Um, you know, I just think that our cast has some stories that weren't told in the first season that might could be told this. So, you know, I, I would be yeah. down for it. It would be interesting. Do you think there would still be issues with the Ryan Leslie with you guys? I mean, I think that man's actual a psychopath. And I think once a psychopath, always a psycho. So yeah, I don't think Ryan Leslie's going to come in a changed man. And I think, you know, him and Preston watching old clips with each other, we might need some extra yeah. security. Yeah. But yeah, I think that <laughs> it would be interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to, you being a challenge, like you watched the show before. Of course. Uh, you're, I asked Wes this question when I had Wes on. Um, okay. Top three males ever to be on the challenge, top three females ever, in your opinion. Top three females, Veronica, Rachel, Coral. Okay. Rachel, competitiveness, Veronica, competitiveness and drama, Coral, fucking, she's my favorite drama. Like, yeah. those three bitches just, like, I feel like when I think about as a challenger, not even as a fan, like who paved the way for me, it's those three bitches. Mm -hmm. um, top three guys, Darrell. This is hard. I have to, I, I, because then I obviously Darrell and that's because he was my favorite and then he lived up to the expectations. He's one of my favorite people too. So I'm like being a little biased. So then obviously I have two spots left and three names. Yeah. And who do who do I put in there? Wes, CT, CT Wes, Johnny. Like, I mean, I I have to go Johnny. Okay. And CT is just like fucking. I got to go CT, but Wes is like right there, right there. And honestly, Wes probably maybe should be over Darrell if we're like logistically looking at facts. But I'm I'm basing it off of emotion. So I want to ask you about two people. For the females, Evelyn Smith, who was a three-time champ, uh -huh. and yep. for the guys, Landon, who was also a three-time champ, are they in the top Fuck, five? Fuck, Landon. La I take someone out of my land. Uh, I just think because Johnny West and CT have been such a state, like, it's hard not to, I, it, like, I don't know if I can justify not putting them in. Yeah. Landon's top four. He might, like, he's our, like, or right there with West, tied to almost in that top three. Like, can West and Landon be tied for top four? Sure. And like Evelyn, like, yeah, I, I just never connected with Evelyn as a player. She okay. was like too competitive, too, like, she, I just never can like connected with her. So like, is she one of the best females to ever play the game? Absolutely. Yeah. Is she in my top five? Probably putting some drama bitches in there because the women deliver the drama. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, so I want to ask about something really quick and then get into the fan questions and just wrap up. Of course. Up. Of course, um, babe. So you just launched Swim, Just Gem Swim. Just Gem Swim. Yeah, I've announced it and I'm launching in the next probably week or two. Just getting, I'm like getting everything together. Last minute photo shoots, waiting on last minute pieces because God knows getting orders, like custom orders is really difficult right now. Everyone knows the world that we live in. So yeah, it's It's, it's coming. I just wanted to it's, ask, promo it. I appreciate you so much. Like, just, like, I've been obsessed with swimwear my whole life. Uh -huh. Like, never been, like, it, and it's like when it's, like, when I'm in a swimsuit, even though, like, I don't know, I just feel the happiest in a swimsuit. Even though it's, like, crazy, like, because with body issues, but for some reason in a swimsuit is when I feel happiest, whether I'm at a pool, the beach. So, to me, it was just, like, whenever I'm ever the happiest, what makes me the happiest? And it's, like, swimwear. So, I was, like, I just wanted to do my own. So, this is based strictly off of my love of swimwear like it's, it's a hobby that I a passion that I want to just share my favorite shit with people okay um so I have just some listener questions that they said okay I love questions <laughs> so the first one I told you earlier we have a question about Veronica okay if you're on a season and you got to vote mm -hmm. one person in Trishelle or Veronica who you wrote who, who do you have to vote in who are you saving Somebody I'm voting Trishelle in Oh, I love Trishelle, but like Veronica is one person. Even like Marie knows this. Like everyone knows Veronica will all like is Veronica's just I mean, she's my she's my number one. Yeah. That was John A knows it. Like, and like not to go too much into All Stars Three, but everyone knows how me and John A and me and John A are always gonna have each other's back. Yeah. But going into All Stars Three, 
everyone was aware. Like, and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna get interesting. That's all I'll say. It's gonna get interesting of like old friends, new friends. Where does where does everyone stand? Like, where does Veronica and Tina stand compared to me? Is Veronica and Tina is Tina's Veronica's number one, or am I Veronica's number one? Type of thing. Yeah. Um, the next question they asked was, okay, the your favorite season you've been on and your least favorite season you've been on. Least favorite final reckoning because that season was bullshit. Favorite season, Rivals 2 slash All-Stars 1 for different reasons. Rivals 2 will forever be that season, favorite season. But being part of All-Stars 1 was just like an experience I didn't expect to have. So I'm like, it's just, it was great. Like, so those are, I can't even, I can't compare them. So regular show, right, you know, right. But it'll always be, it'll always be Rivals 2. Just, this isn't a fan question. I just want to ask because I didn't ask earlier. Okay. Filming a CBS spinoff right now, or they just finished filming. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Gamer Vev just spoiled the winners. If you want to, well, not spoil, that's what they do. But if you want to go find out who won, go to Gamer Vev's Twitter. I did see. Obviously, I'm not, we're not, me and you are not going to say, but yeah, I saw. Say. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on them doing a challenge and completely excluding all MTV talent? My thoughts are these people are very bad at their fucking job. This doesn't make any sense to me. The whole concept, and I've like talked about it on like the Challenge Mania podcast, and like Scott's made some really good points of what they're trying to do, and I get it. But it's just like you had a well-oiled machine that was not broken, and you somehow broke yeah. it. Yep, completely. So like, fuck them. And I say this like to production and casting's face, like, fuck y'all. Like, what are y'all doing? I think right now, like, one of my dreams is to be a like casting director on the real world, like a show like the real world, they could bring the real world and road rules back right now and be so successful. No, same. I always think about this and I always like tell production, like I want to make the jump over and they're like, no, you know, you know you're still on the, and like, I get it. I'm, I'm meant to be on, sh- on the show, but I feel the same way. Like I could, me and you could easily cast an amazing real world or road rules season. Uh, let's do it. Let's if do I it. ever win the fucking lottery, I swear to God, I'm putting all my money in like a production company just to shit on these, like, cause like, oh. The ideas that keep like keep oh, me 100%. up at night. They're not. I mean, I I would love to see like the real world Nashville. I don't know why we haven't. Ah. Why we haven't seen Dallas or Houston? Did you like, watch totally off subject? Did you watch the Austins like twenty or something yep, show I was, on yep, Netflix? I it. Loved it. But I yeah, no, you can easily bring real world back. You just have to actually do casting and cast normal people. Yeah. not Instagram hungry social media influencers like big yeah but there there's there's still plenty of regular people you can cast uh-huh 20 somethings was what the real world they should have brought it back yep and I watched yep. Netflix I watched, snatched that back oh 100% I watched Atlanta on Facebook watch and that wasn't even bad a couple of years ago I, yeah I didn't I'll be honest with you I didn't watch that shit because I'm not it, on Facebook <laughs> I'm too cool for Facebook <laughs> it wasn't terrible but I yeah. can see talking about Netflix I would not be surprised if they make their own challenge with Too Hot to Handle, Love is Love Blind, is blind Circle. now Ultimatum. Yeah, Ultimatum, The Circle, yeah. 20-somethings, and just completely wipe, I mean, it's- They could do it, and they're going to do it. Netflix is like a bag, like, they like, like to steal the bag, as they should. Yeah. Would you ever do The Circle? Because I feel like you'd be killer at that, too. I think on The Circle, I would get bored being alone. Yeah. Like, I love being alone. I'm an only child. I love being alone. But I was like, I would like, and big brother, you constantly have to be on your A game because you see other people having conversations. Um, like with the circle though, like if I, like people could be texting all day and I wouldn't care. I'd be fucking like doing, getting drunk alone in my apartment. Uh-huh. So I think my attention span would fuck me up on the circle and I would not give a fuck about what people were doing. I have one more of my question before we get to the last viewer question. Okay. Would you ever do another love romantic show after X on the Beach, whether it be Love Island, Too Hot to Handle, X on the Beach again, any of those? No, and, and, and I say this, and I don't mind saying this. I, I'm very vocal about this. I only did X on the Peak to get Mar Like, I wanted Marlon to get on a challenge. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I want Marlon on a challenge. I get to go to New Zealand, and I'm getting a bag. I knew I would not be good at a dating show. I mean, I knew I would like be able to get some good jokes off. But no, I did not enjoy it. I'm not, it's not my type of vibes. I'm not going to date a man from reality TV. Everyone knows I like normal men. Like I'm not dating one of these losers that has, you know, yeah. 20, 30,000 Instagram. Like, fuck no. I like my men normal. 
make your money, baby. Go to your nine to five and get like that type of shit. Oh, and then the last uh, listener question that they sent, that somebody sent in was, what season would you have wanted to be on that you were not on? Oh, what season of the challenge? Yeah. I mean, I was almost on All Stars 2. All Stars 2. I know that sounds like a cop out, but how they like switched partners and then got like with a partner at the end, All Stars 2. And you were made an alternate All Stars 2, right? I was originally not supposed to be on it. I got a call the day before and they're like, you know, we need you to come out here and be an alternate. I was like, does the bag increase? Um, So yeah, it all worked out. I went out there for two weeks, got my check, came home. So it all worked out. But looking now, and I, I, it, it wasn't meant to be because then the hurricane happened. Like, I needed to be here. Like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. But based on the challenges they did, there were so many water challenges, partner challenges. I think I would have done really well on that season. And you made a video on that on Patreon. Uh-huh. Go check it out. Just promoing it for you. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. You're, I, I do, baby. <laughs> uh, so this is the end. I want to say thanks for coming on. Is there anything, last words, anything you want to promo, where we can find you on social media, anything? Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, just Jim underscore is the IG. You can find everything there, my Patreon link. The swimsuit brand is launching soon. Like, please support. Like I said, this is something I've just really, really wanted to do for a long time and finally just taking the leap because, like, if you don't believe in yourself, who will? So, yeah, and I'm excited for All-Stars 3. I think it's going to be a fucking legit season. So, I mean, and I'm excited we got to sit down and talk. I think maybe we'll have to do this again once All Stars 3 is airing and we can talk about all that shit. Oh, I'm so down. You know I'm down. I'm down too. We'll get a new poster going too. Yes, I'm definitely coming back though. I've had the best time with you today. Thank you. Yeah, this was this was one of the top ones I wanted to do. So I appreciate you. Oh my God, that makes me happy. And don't forget to tell your dad I said hi. I will. I'll tell him. Um, But seriously, I had the best time and we'll definitely come back here on All Stars 3, Dale. Love it. Love it. Thank you. All right. Bye, honey. Enjoy your tacos. Thank you. (laughs) That was my interview with Jemmy Carroll. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Like she said, you can follow her on social media on Instagram at justgem underscore. Go check out Just Gem Swim and her Patreon page. And then we can watch Jemmy control another season of the challenge on All Stars through May 11th on Paramount+. Find me on social media at the Dylan Deckard. I'll see you guys next time.